Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I am Jim and I'm here with Brandon. Yep. Uh, Aaron cannot make it with us tonight. He was going to be busy. He was going to be off of work late. So he told us to carry on with just us carry on, over, over here at the Marvel side of things where at least people ignore us from Marvel. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, right. DC, DC people, uh, creators uh, like to yell at us tonight, but up. the Marvel side Only of things. Only at the end of their runs when they have nothing yeah. left, uh, you know. Yeah, and really, I mean, <laughs> if, left for you to if, everybody throwing shade at us. I'll just mention it's, it's an odd thing to, what's that, an exit interview? You throw shade when your book's canceled? <laughs> That's not the time to throw shade. Throw shade. <laughs> when you're on top of the world there's a little hint for right. for your trash talking out yeah. there i'm telling yeah. you that trash talk does not affect me one bit i, I welcome it so bring yeah. it on bring it on everyone yeah, i don't I mind uh, i love it clap back <laughs> i love it but I, I will tell you and i've said a lot of times over the dc podcast i i don't mind trash talk i will get personal and i will get very very vicious very well, quickly yeah, that- that's, but, that's my hey. problem with the trash talk too. Is that I I don't know the escalation. It goes from zero to one hundred. Yeah, mine very goes to well, yes. <laughs> mine goes to like people slapping each other with white gloves to a nuclear war within two steps. <laughs> yeah. It gets real. I mean, and and normally like the minute that the trash talk starts, I start looking for very personal thing. That, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'll look at how somebody looks. I mean, I'll go with everything. I don't <laughs> mind. But hey, there you go. There was a little vent. Uh, yeah. I knew that I I wasn't even going to mention it, but I, I can't help myself because uh, you know yeah, that was I was going to review a bunch of Marvel books tonight, and instead I'm arguing on Twitter. But we have a site where a bunch of reviews did go up. Brandon, you did a couple reviews. Yeah, we got we some have early ones. Up. Wolf this... Cipher uh, did his first review for the site of uh, Venom. You did Amazing Spider-Man and Uncanny X-Men uh, today, so yep. we have a bunch up. But that site is WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. So if you go and check those out, we also have a Twitter account. WS Marvel Comics and an email because we do read the emails on the weekend edition. If you're new to the podcast, we have two episodes a week. We have our regular new comic book day episode, which is this one, and then we have a weekend edition. Now, usually Aaron is with us for this Wednesday show. The other show, which we've pretty much come to say is going to come out on Sunday night. That is the yes, that is the weekend edition show where we do a couple of the kind of uh, off the you know off the beaten path books if you will we we yeah. kind of do stuff and this week there's a lot or the lesser known number yeah one, the lesser known like number that. one stuff like that the mini series things that's what the weekend edition but also on that we also do a little news and we take mail and read mail as well which we really have fun with now this week we had a, a bunch of books i mean there are a lot of books and yeah. i'm telling you we're going to be talking about five books we're going to be talking amazing spider-man fantastic four invaders uh venom and uncanny x-men here i i actually said to you maybe we'll just do four i was running late because i was arguing and all that and you said no no we'll do the five you, you said you had yeah. read them i got i got out early because i nicked a curb on the way into work today nice. so that was a, a hall pass sort yeah. of, for so, so basically i start on i said to you uh we could do four which is a hint hint that jim's having problems with one of the <laughs> yeah. books you you did not take that hint yet. no no, no. I, i'm like oh okay yeah you're like i'm already done you're like i don't care i'm already done the heck with you them twice now yeah yeah you're like well i don't mind but uh the the thing was i was glad that you did that because with these we have five i believe that we're gonna have five or six on the weekend as well yeah and you know seven books would be tough and being that we have two podcasts a week and i'm still getting 
you know, uh, questions, people on Twitter asking me when we're going to expand the content. They, they want more. So we, we shall see. Yeah, they want more books. So we shall see. We try to do all of them. There's just yeah, the some big ones. Yeah, the big I, ones, especially cover most of what sells and people are interested in. No. If we're missing any, I'm happy to, you know, shoot yeah, an email. No, let I, us I'll know tell you, is. there are some that we have not avoided, but there's some that like continue, say, like uh, unbeatable squirrel girl. That that is yeah. at such a high, you know. I think it's like in the forties or forty around there. And, yeah, I think forties uh, coming up. Yeah, and and we didn't read it, so it's tough for us to talk about a book. Just jump on, and I, I hate that idea. That's why we started with Fresh Start with the Marvel stuff because that was an easy way to be able to tell and jump on right away. Though some books were fresher starts than than others. And, yeah. and you're you're a Marvel guy. You've been reading Marvel for a long time. I'm new to the Marvel. Uh, so, you know, even I run into some issues still that we're doing that I like, oh, I don't know who that is. I got to look up some <laughs> yeah. stuff. One being an issue today, but we have those five issues and I will tell you right now, I'm very positive about almost all of these books. There is one that glaringly I didn't yeah, like. stands out. Yeah. And it'll be the last one. But other than that, I actually think that this so far, and these are the only books I've read. I don't know about you. Did you read any of the others that we'll be covering this week? Uh, I, I flipped through Return of Wolverine, and I okay. wasn't too excited to get started yeah, on reading yeah, it. That so was I just another one. I was, surfed the that internet That was another instead. one I was going to bring up that we may not be covering. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But even like there's a Black Widow number one. That came out. We won't be talking about that tonight, but we'll be talking about that this weekend. Yeah, definitely. I paged through it uh, very quickly. Uh, but other than that, I haven't read the other books. We have Ironheart number two that a lot of people were looking forward to after they claimed that I was overly negative of the first one, even though I think I was the most positive of all of us on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you were. Beside, that, that seems to be my lot anymore. Uh, I can get on the DC podcasting and give something a seven. Eric will give it a three and then I get crap. I get yeah, crap could, for being you negative. You get everyone's bad scores yeah. lumped with you. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what's going on, but we're going to start with an issue that I actually your think I like. Your voices are so good. They think you're like throwing right. your voice around different I'm like, lines. Yeah, you know? it's like here. This is me. I'm like, hey, I give that a seven. And then I'm I'm Eric as well. Boosh. I just say that. That's Eric. <laughs> there you go. I'm yes, sold. See, <laughs> Eric's back. Uh, but we're gonna start with a book that again I'm gonna be more positive than you. So don't yeah. don't throw shade at me, everybody. But oh. it is oh, you know your book. Uh, give us the little blurbs here. Uh, this is Amazing Spider. I'm pulling it up still. So That's talk right. a little okay, bit. Okay, <laughs> well, it is Amazing Spider-Man, uh, number thirteen. 13 Lucky yeah, thirteen. Nick Spencer, Ryan Otley, uh, Laura Martin's on colors. Cliff Rathburn for inks, and we got uh, VCs, somebody or other. Joe I don't know, Caramagna. I'm still not at the board. Yeah, it's, it's Joe Caramagna. <laughs> he is on um, there. You want me to read go. it? Holy oh, I got moly. it. Here Holy, go. what? Bad a- radio. Bad radio. <laughs> yes. Bro. Uh, mysterious malefactor has kidnapped Spider-Man and forced him to fight his way through a funhouse death trap dedicated to former Daily Bugle editor J. Jonah Jameson's lifelong campaign against the webhead. Worst of all, Spidey has had to protect JJJ on this physically and emotionally painful trip down memory lane. It seems like they've reached the end of the exhibit, though. We're, we're just guessing based on the enormous version of Big Man. The master criminal identity once used by the departed bugle reporter Frederick Foswell that just smashed through the ceiling. The the best is uh, used by Frederick Foswell. Wink, wink, because that that's going to come full (laughs) to play. And and the funny thing. 
The funniest all thing around. about yeah, they pretty much spoiled it right there. And the funny thing about yeah, this they, issue, they tell you most all of last yeah. issue right there. Yep, and, and then and you even, even spoil little, what's going to happen. Get a little more in depth about what they did last issue than that blurb. Well, and, and they kind of yeah, told and us here's the thing is some of that together. Going into this issue, you start reading it, and if you did forget what happened last issue, and you forgot about say the exhibit and things like that. You really don't get much of that here. You just jump in no. here, and it, it really – that exhibit deal, not really that important. We ended up with the, the big, no, it, big it man. Literally, it was just in a few panels last yeah, issue because yeah, so, most of the issue was setting up to get to that place. Yep, and so basically what you have here right off the bat is – and we even said some people were talking about well, who would be against Jay Jonah – liking spider-man like who would be the one that would be and everybody had some i mean some crazy guesses yeah there were you some know, guesses even there. even uh jay jonah uh, john his son and, they and, were you know, saying people were obviously like pulling hints from previous books yeah. cliffhangers and craven and things and like it, that i'm telling you it was funny because the last they were even thinking of oh it might be his son because and then we saw his son in avengers <laughs> uh, you know as man the wolf. Uh, man wolf so i was like yeah i don't think that's gonna be no. it man so, Wolf's up there doing things he's yeah. got other, other problems to worry so about. what we see then in this basically as they say the frederick foswell used to be you know big man he's obviously he's dead it's his son. That that's basically it. It's his son. He comes out of this After big man. His daughter's mecca. also failed attempts yeah, at being yeah. a big man. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. And <laughs> and it's one of those where at his dad's funeral he came out. It's Frederick Foswell Jr. who comes out. And Jay Jonah's there and like, what's going on? He's like, listen, you taught me. You set up my father's funeral. This was all Spider-Man's fault. And he is going to get um gonna get revenge. And he blames everything that has gone wrong with his family on Spider-Man, where his dad ended up being a reporter at the Daily Bugle and ended up getting almost like one of those undercover deals. He became big man yeah. as a B- undercover like deal. A network. Yeah, and yeah. then ended up realizing, oh, you know what? Now that I know all this stuff about the underground, you know, criminal stuff, I actually think I could pull this off. I could be better. I'm going to do it. Became big man. He ended up dying. And he ended yeah. up dying because... He saved Jay Jonah. He jumped in front of a bullet for Jay Jonah. Then his sister became a uh, big man. Like and and she same fate. I mean, the, yeah, these the family has it, it, it's one of those where they're the blame is going to the wrong person. And Jay Jonah and this yeah. is why I like this issue. This is one of those that yes, Jay Jonah has been on his radio show. Oh, Spider Man's the best now. Oh, Spider Man. And it has been because he knew – now he knows Peter's Spider-Man. So you know what I mean? That that seems to be what changed him. Yes. This, though, yeah, yeah. I Just think that right here – Yes, the connection. Peter, I think not, that not this – what Spider-Man necessarily And I think does. that this is where he realizes, and it comes through in my mind, that he now fully realizes – Spider-Man is not bad. Like, yes, Spider-Man's Peter. I love Peter. So I have to like, you know what I mean? Now it's like, you know what? I was the one who was causing all of this problems by just saying that Spider-Man's bad. Spider-Man's bad. And yeah, he did it. And he realizes as well that he did it to be the big, you know, not the big man. I don't want to, but to, to gain <laughs> popularity, to sell papers, to right. be yeah, that. Yeah, it was to stay in the news cycle. Yeah, and so he realizes because he even went to the funeral of Foswell and pretty much ruined Foswell's son's life and sister's life by saying to them, 
Spider-Man's the worst. You know, this is all Spider-Man's fault. When indeed he knows, no, 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 it was your dad's fault. Your yeah. father was a good man. His own man. decisions led yeah. to his own downfall, and he says, and Yeah, he says to, to Frederick Jr., listen, your father was a good man. And, and the big thing, too, is where Peter even pulls it back. When everybody gave up, when when you had Frederick Foswell get arrested, he was big man. Everybody like, we don't need you, we don't want you. Would Jay Jonah was there to give him a second chance? He brought him back to the bugle because he knew, he, and then he became a criminal again. It just yeah. became a, so he said, no, no, no. Your dad was one of the best journalists I ever had. He was my friend. He saved my life, but. He he was also a criminal. He was bad. You, you got to put that into the equation. This wasn't just Spider-Man. I ended up, and he says, I apologize. I, I have ruined your life. I've ruined, and how many other people's lives have I ruined by just bad-mouthing Spider-Man just Spider because? Spider-Man constantly. Yeah, yeah, and so he Warping gets. Warping people's minds type thing. Yeah, and he gets <laughs> this idea, and he says to Peter then, as, you know, they end up, he ends up controlling that crazy, weird mecha-type deal that ends up getting Foswell, and, and ends up, he does get shot, but then Peter even stops him, but there's the weird deal he there. He takes it in the right shoulder, so yeah, you kind of yeah. know right away, ah, he'll be all right. Yeah, and when he, when he, he's, but for like one page, he's back to the old Jay Jonah, where he's yelling, he's like, ah, you, you stinking spider, you know, I was like, whoa, what happened? What, like, what does yeah. bullet knock him he's into? That's yeah, what yeah. I was like, what happened? But, so then he ends up, he's all upset with himself, and he's like, I, I can't believe I did this. While this is going on, Spidey ends up getting this mecha because uh, you have it set to self-destruct. Like, if, if you're not going to kill Spider-Man for me or with me. I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah, Foswell's yeah. like, hey, let's do this. This is the gun that killed my dad. Let's kill Spider-Man together. Well, you know, he's like, no, no, no. And they stop it. But he's like, okay, self-destruct with the big man mecha, which I didn't even really realize it was a mecha last issue. But uh, it ends up Spidey yeah. just Spidey throws it in the air. I thought what? it was just somebody a little. I just thought it was just a big guy. Yeah. I just yeah. thought it was a regular <laughs> big guy. And, you know, Spidey throws the mecha in the in the sky and it blows up. And you know, then afterwards, Peter really wants to like say, and he's still a Spider Man, but he's like, you know, hey, uh, y y you're not a bad guy. And Jake Jonas like, no, 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 I'm awful. I am yeah. terrible. How am I yeah, going to make this, this right? I, you know, after this point, when Big Man gets out of the issue, you know, yeah. I do kind of like what happens yeah. from there I do going too. forward. And I, I like but it because a lot of the beginning, yeah, I'll, I'll go it is over it when I do the score. A lot yeah. of the beginning is is a repeat of just you know the, the recap page and things it is, like and, that. And, and, and the thing is, though, it's starting to drive me nuts. Maybe why I like pattern. it more is because I have no idea who Big Man is. I didn't know who Foswell was, so that was really good for me. I, I didn't have a, a huge history with him either, but it's just somebody I just don't care about. Like, I just found I him to be a cheat. But, and then the Jay Jonah stuff. So I've read, you know, I'm yeah. super, super big I don't spider know why. I actually read all the issues. Yeah. I actually I really like this Jay jo Jonah stuff and this conversation in other forums in the other Spider-Man yeah. series. So I get Nick Spencer wants to catch everybody up in, in this series, yeah. let them know where they stand and, and and it comes to me just as a, a little more stale because it's stuff you know I've personally read before. You yeah, you probably I haven't haven't experienced no. as in depth, so it's yeah. It's so just I didn't more mind, you, and yeah. I really like this part where basically you know you have Peter say you're not a bad guy. J j you know you're not. Yeah, that, you know? that's what I like about the guy. He's like you do good, you do good things mixed in with like kind of these yeah. knuckleheaded decisions. Yeah, it's like you, you you do some really stupid things, and yeah, sometimes you you get a little carried away. Sometimes you're overrem, but you're a good guy. And he says, you know, just think of what you said here. It's not just 
you know, taking a bullet in the shoulder either. This is when, you know, when people are down and out, you are giving them second chances when nobody else will. Foswell Sr., you give him a, a second chance. He said, uh, you know, plenty of people would have just said, the heck with you. You're, I'm done with you. He tried. He really tried and said, you have done a lot of good things. And we all have flaws. That's just how it is. And, and I think that this is where this little arc here, because it seems like this will be the end and we'll move on yeah. to something else. This little arc here ends up being like Jay Jonah just realizing now what it is to be a good guy because then he goes off. Because really, remember, the big thing that started this and I, I don't know that maybe it wasn't pushed enough or, you know, you remind us of a lot of things, but not this until the end where he actually seemed like he was like, oh, baby, I'm back. Fisk wants to give me this award. I'm going to yeah. be in the Century Club. P you know, I'll get Spider-Man. He'll be there. It wasn't because he thought he was doing the good thing. This was just the next round of, you know, being uh, popular. Yeah, and so he realizes here, he goes to Fisk. He's like, hey, is this this award? Hey, thanks a lot. You know what? You're a criminal. You're a piece of crap. <laughs> I don't like you. Uh, you're nothing but a crook. You always will be. You're an awful mayor. And I know because I was too. I was yeah. awful. And, you know, him hey, admitting that is kind of the new part because before he got this award, he was also still cussing out Wilson Fisk. Yeah, he didn't like yeah. it before. Yeah, and now but, he's um, like basically he's like, I'm back full circle the way Now I'm on Front there. Street. I'm going to yeah. go out. And he then he's like, you know, he's leaving. He's like, hey, by the way, the, the chicken here stinks. And, and he leaves. <laughs> and I like that. But now we see the ramifications of his deal because yeah, his unfortunately. Decision. This is uh, along the lines of maybe showing that, yeah, you know what? He's a better person now. But people, including, and I, I don't even know that this isn't Nick Spencer wink winking at people reviewing this book or talking about it, because most people probably are like, oh, I, I miss the old Jay Jonah. I like the Jay Jonah spitting nails and yelling at Peter and, uh, you know, saying he's yeah. because he goes into his work and they're like, hey, what what are these guys doing? You have the morning zoo. And they, hey, uh, question for the date. Dr. Doom under the mask? Hot or not? Woo-wee. And then they have the Friday <laughs> fart song. Hey, it's time for the Friday fart song. They got the air horn down there. Oh, yeah. There. And then you have Jay Jonah's like, who are these clowns? And like, oh, they're the morning guys now. You're, you're, you're 10 o'clock. And he's like, but, but my thing's called, you know, going to work with Jay Jonah doesn't make sense now people are i'm gonna be it's funny he's like i'm gonna be uh you know doing my show for lazy layabouts i don't need these shipless workers and they're like no no and it seems like his whole world's falling apart because he's being a better person so yeah, we'll see if a, it, he's got like his own version of the parker luck now that he's being yeah, a good guy yeah he's a good guy and now everything's falling apart uh yeah but you have uh also nora winners shows up hey you remember me and you, you have all yeah, these things kind of seeding yeah and then you go and then it ends kind of crazy with a bunch of you know all the wacky villains that we had before like i guess taskmaster yeah. Scorpion's Scorpion. all pissed he didn't get paid from arcade and no. uh tall man yeah, because arcane, he yeah. got us he got screwed out of this this money yep can't take his girl on vacation now and no, then black and, and, and um taskmaster come and, and take him away come. yeah throw him in a prison with the rest of these villains they're collecting yeah, and they're collecting um, villains. So, yeah, that's a cool cliffhanger. It is too. cool. Now, again, I, I who knows when we'll see more. I know. Of it because well, that's this the is problem. What he does with his cliffhanger, and that's the thing. This is kind of like a thrown-on piece at the end for a cliffhanger yeah. to continue. Even the but art's kind of a step down. It is. A little it is. Bit. And Ryan Otley, I know you gave him your Artist of the Year for our end of year. Whew, he looks. It, it looks so good. 
And yeah, yeah I, uh, this is maybe why the main story with Jay Jonah I liked a little more than maybe you is also I have been kind of complaining and been down. And, and yeah, this isn't the most important story that was going on in this book, obviously, but yeah. he did finish this little. Now he sets up another one that you can kind of roll your eyes like, here we go again. But, uh, you know, you're going to set something else up. But this at least is finished. And, yeah, we'll continue with Jay Jonah. But I like this little condensed story about Jay Jonah and probably because it's, you know, it's new to me. It's almost yeah. like I just watched a repeat that I never you saw did. during the you summer. Did, yeah. And I'm like, hey, it's new to me. I, I like it. So I that really. Su- that one episode of Seinfeld you never saw. Yeah, it's, it's not a full house. It's when Urkel shows up with the jetpack. Yeah, the uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's the best. Goes through the background. We were talking, of well, yeah, we were talking about that one. He was on every episode that <laughs> yeah. night. Oh, the best. Uh, they, they they don't have things like that at, at the moment anymore. Oh, it's was, a shame. That was the good old days. Those right are good. There. Yeah, shows. Back before everyone was. Offended. It is funny too because <laughs> as me and Eric were talking about that this week, and it was it's funny to think that he did end up on Full House, which is in San Francisco. He came all the way from Chicago. Chicago, it's right? Crazy, right? But that uh, jetpack is the speed. Oh of yeah. Oh my. <laughs> but yeah, I I like this. I liked it more than you. I'll just tell you my score, and then you can talk about why you gave your score but i'm giving it a 7.5 i liked it that much i like the art a lot and again it's probably because it's newer to me some of this stuff isn't exactly recap it's more of showing me what's going on i liked it and it's one of my you know it actually gives me hope that i'm gonna start liking this book even more now usually what me what happens is i start liking a book and I'll probably look and everybody will hate it. That's what always happens. When I finally get on board, everybody's already they, – they leave. But I'm in. What did you give it? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of middle kind of what I gave it on the site and what my initial first reaction was. Because when I read this the second time and I had to do the review for it, I was just yeah. like, this feels just so stale to me. And I'm just kind of picking up on patterns he keeps repeating in each arc yeah. and – they kind of be their three issue stories and the, the first four pages are kind of the recap of what, what's happened in the arc so far. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not digging it. And especially in this arc, his mix of, uh, just villains and, and, and kind of the story he was telling with, uh, pickup of things that Chip Zdarsky already really expanded on and, yeah. and has been touched on by Sean Ryan, even in the recent crossover with Spider Geddon. So, uh, that, that's where it came off as just a little bit stale to me, but you know, I still love the art. I'm still excited for, Art's so for what's good. to come, but I'm getting, I know I'm getting so anxious for him to actually like, deal with the things I'm more interested in. Instead, he keeps bringing in these, these other stories that are just out of left field and not from, you know, the Craven cliffhangers yeah. he set up or, or the centipede guy he set up. If it, it seems like he's setting up a sinister six. That's what it looks like. Yeah. That's what um, it looks and like. And it's taking time for these pieces to come together. And, and maybe the centipede guys behind everything and, and, you know, all that's developing in the background, but I, I'm more anxious to get to that. That's the exciting newness yeah. of the Spider-Man I haven't seen yet. And this stuff where he's recapping and, and doing shout outs to the past kind of just frustrate me just a little bit. So I, I'm going to go five, five on this, okay. this issue in particular. Yeah, just, this might be one of the, things. uh, most, uh, disparaged, you know, or, uh, you know, different scores that we've had, uh, yeah. of a book because I, I actually did like it. Uh, we're going to go to the next yeah. book, which I think we both actually 
really enjoy it's fantastic four number six uh it is written by dan slott art by aaron cooter marte gracia and eric arseniega on colors and vc's joe carmagna again on letters the long awaited (laughs) wedding of ben grimm and alicia masters has come to an abrupt end with a massive hologram of dr doom appearing in the sky announcing that galactus had made landfall in Latveria, but that he alone would deal with the world eater. Reed stopped time long enough for Ben and Alicia to tie I love the that knot. Part of it I all. know. <laughs> then the team jetted off to Latveria to investigate. And as we see going in this, you you realize that Doctor Doom going into the big you know the big face in the sky saying I I got this guys. <laughs> that was all just a setup for it's the Fantastic ru- Four yeah, to make just the, to rub it kind of in Reed's face so he reacts. Re- and so that they go. That's yeah. all it was. And we talked <laughs> about the wedding issue, and I think it was Aaron who specifically said that it really did feel like the Fantastic Four was back. You know that, and I think that actually was me and you when we talked. Right? We might have talked about that ourselves, and then Aaron might have. I think I might have slept through that issue. Oh, that's that what it was. That's I why I knew that. I knew that Aaron and me were talking. I'm like, why would me and Aaron have been talking and you were there? It was when you fell asleep. And uh, yeah, you skipped it. You 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 put maybe uh, on the evite. Uh, and we up said, for drinks later. Yeah, yeah, okay. you, you're from Buffalo. You are never going to miss a reception. There's no way Open anybody bar, from Buffalo is missing. Yeah. The reception basically uh, in Buffalo takes place in the parking lot of the stadium, and uh, you, you jump off of uh, you know RVs into baby yeah, pools set that are on fire. The off season and people yeah, just show really. up and keep, yeah, and that's keep all it going. Is. That's all it is. It's a continuous <laughs> reception. But when me and Aaron were talking about it. Uh, together, we said that we thought that the wedding that that finally felt, you know, like the Fantastic Four was back. Yeah, we got the yeah. stuff before, and it wasn't even just the idea that they weren't even on Earth before or whatever, and, and not even that it, they weren't together. It just it didn't feel like the book last yeah, it issue. Felt it did. Off. It was missing something. This issue feels like the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I agree too. This this yeah. was just like I mean, exactly I'm, what you wanted. Yeah. All the, it's the villains, the call outs. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And and the the weird thing is, this pretty much starts the second trade. And I could almost tell you that, hey, listen, if you wanna you know, if you're gonna buy a trade, uh buy the wedding issue and then start here. I, yep. I this is oh, the I book we've been you. waiting for. I got very excited reading this. I was very happy reading it. I thought that the art was really good. I, I just liked the whole it was, thing. It was one of those books where there, there's, you know, plenty of words to keep you busy and reading, but it goes so quick. Oh, it went like, so it's quick. It's one of those books you get sucked into and it just flies by for you. Yeah. And what you have is you have Dr. Doom. He's facing Galactus, obviously, in Latveria. And you even have the callback to that Fantastic Four number one that we were all confused about Doom. And, and this... There is a weird deal here where you're not sure why Doom is acting so bad, and he's, he's a bad butt here. And, yeah. he, you know, it's back to classic, you know, Dr. Doom. And the people of Latveria love him. Oh, they like, love they're him. They're all excited. Yeah, they, they think he's the greatest. And he has uh, this girl, Zora, that he ended up giving the power cosmic to. There's a lot oh, going cosmic, on with Galactus yep. where she's attacking, uh, and she calls herself Victorious. She's pretty cool. But, uh, while he and her are fighting galactus even with his little android army and things like that uh they get word that on the border 
there is, you know, some person or thing coming over, an illegal border crossing was detected. He looks, and it's the, you know, it's the Fantastic Four. And he's just like, Richards. And he's like, Zora, you go over and take care of them. I'll handle Galactus. And she's like, but but this is the big thing, Galactus. Yeah. Like, don't you, you know, don't talk back. Get going. <laughs> she's like, okay. I almost thought he was going to raise a hand I did there too. For a I, I like, actually Uh-oh. did pretending. I mean, you just stop it. She goes off. And... Yeah, the the big the the thing that I think I really like about this is Doctor Doom fighting Galactus with the Fantastic Four is uh, it, it sounds so epic and so great, yeah. but the fun of this is actually this victorious fighting the Fantastic Four and especially Johnny. He yeah. he's hilarious. He, I know. And it How just, he gets the information out of her. Oh, it's the best. Semi flirting, yeah, being he's a jerk. flirting with her, and I just love it. She's like, she basically. I mean, you might as well have her say like, "You get your sexy face away from me." You hear that guy? She thinks I have a sexy face, and it made me laugh so much because they even <laughs> say that they're, they're getting in their uniforms as they go. She comes and attacks, and this is where Reed's like, "Boy, something's coming at us," and and boy, it it has the power cosmic, and, and it is yeah. overpowered. I mean, what is it? And it's this girl. And I like. I like when she hits the car and everyone oh, goes yeah. flying. Everybody goes flying. Yeah. Just oh yeah, and it's so funny too around. because uh, yeah, have Reed. He's like, hey, hey, I, I, I got you. I got you. You know, you have basically. Uh, thing Ben's like nobody gets me ever. <laughs> I have the cannonball, and it's like the only thing that saves me is I my my tuchus is made of rock. And he ends yeah. up, and, and again, you get Such a good, good progression here that Dan Slack gives you. Where yeah, you, you get the idea. Okay, let very they all love you know Doctor Doom, but when they crash into this farm, and this lady comes out, just starts yelling at Ben. Oh, what have you done to my goats? And he's like, Oh, lady, you know it's your fault for having your barn there. And she's like, You. <laughs> are the worst and you get the idea like that, how many goats did you kill yeah ben? really how many? yeah right and, and you get the idea that she and she knows who they are she's like oh you're those american super oh you're nonsense so obviously it seems like dr doom is doing a little propaganda against yeah. them as well uh going on but as this is going on you have johnny still in the air fighting uh this zora this you know woman and it's funny victorious i keep forgetting that i know she goes I know, by I'm victorious not a huge fan of that name but i do lo- i kind of like this character yeah and she they're like hey uh they're like yell up hey johnny uh do your thing where you kind of you know flirt and get the info all right. He's like, hey, hey, baby, where have you been all my life? You know, he just starts talking. And I thought, oh, this isn't going to work. Oh, it works. She just starts. Yep. She's like, oh, because he's like, hey, you know, what's going on? Did you meet the did you meet Dr. Doom on a, on a dating app or something? Did you swipe right? And she gets mad. And, and that's the best is it's flirting that gets. But it's also that he also infuriates everybody he yes. talks to. So everybody. I, I also heroes, too. Everybody. Oh, the best. And. Her name, Victoria. Hey, Vicky. I'm like, that's so good. <laughs> hey, Vicky, you know, what'd you do? Start dating him? You go on a date nap or something? You swipe right. And she's like, how dare you? And then of just starts the saying it. Yeah, all yeah. the impertinence. <laughs> I am Zora. Last of the, she just goes, oh, I'm a proud daughter of Doomstock. And, I, you know, and all this. And he gave me this power. He said I was going to be a star. And that's where even then you have Reed and Sue just like, good work, Johnny. But they feel sorry for it because they know this yeah. never works out. And they're like, he's listen, just using her, yeah, yeah, like the, he's using you. And we've seen this before. This doesn't work out. So please just, you know, don't just go. Yeah, it's Come with us. Get away. It's a power that just can't be controlled. Yeah. It, it, and and it's, it's just going to go insane and, you know, go too much. And even by the end, we see then 
uh, that Doom has used her pretty much to draw Galactus because as this is going on, then, you know, Doom is fighting Galactus. He ends up making it so that now uh, Galactus does not have a hunger. Yeah, he these, has these a like need. dampeners surrounding yeah. him that kind of help control what yeah, he, that controls his hunger. His hunger. He uh, gets rid of. Yeah, he, he gets rid of. So. so now it's not even just a hunger. It's not like hey, you know, I could go. It's like me and you are sitting there. You know, hey, I'm kind of hungry for dinner. Eric, when he's hungry, he he goes and gets half of the menu at Burger King. He's yeah. now he Galactus is now King. Eric yeah. going to Burger King. Uh, <laughs> did you see like President Trump had for Clemson all yes. that? Eric that actually looked at it and he said that if he was there his joke would have been like okay uh you know president trump well, where's everybody else's meal because <laughs> that's he's such a that's <laughs> like his normal meal uh but yeah <laughs> you have galactus go off and this is the thing is once the dampeners he would have left the filet of fish oh for yeah everybody yeah else. he doesn't like that <laughs> eric is one of those guys that think filet of fish is too healthy uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he right. ends up and galactus goes off and now his need which you think he's going off to go to the Fantastic Four, but instead he's going for this victorious with the cosmic, the, the power yeah. cosmic is what he's going for. And by the end, it does look like this is all a plan because, well, yeah, and you get a little aside where you do go back to Arizona and see, you know, the family and stuff. And I, I actually like that, too. Yeah, when the they shout go out back. with Alicia and, and the kids sitting yep, there. The kids and Alicia. And I, I'm telling you, I love Franklin. And, he, and they start yelling like, yeah, listen, why didn't they take us? Like, I am the, the smartest person. And, and then Franklin... Like, and I'm a god. I mean, Galactus, he was my yeah. herald, and I thought it was really good. <laughs> I re- I even like the, the weird little joke uh, where Aunt Petunia's like, hey, uh, Alicia, you know, y- you could help me clean up. And she's like, yeah, I really don't have the layout of the kitchen yet. She's like, yeah, you're not going to get away with that too long there, baby. Uh, but yeah, and then Alicia's like, please, Ben, just, you know, I hope everything's all right. And you come back. But it was a real nice little just one page. Yeah, a good family, family moment, and I like just amongst the, this giant I love chaos the, yeah, I love the kids just screaming, we should have been there. They're so upset. And then even with yeah. that, you also have the idea that Galactus, which would infuriate me as well, and I know it would you, uh, just think of it's around this time now. And now it's the, you know, the championship games and football and all we're getting on TV is Dr. Doom. You know, well, with this Galactus well, I don't know stuff. how upset about well, you, I do love my football, but if I'm going to get to watch Galactus versus Doctor it's Doom true, on but television, just imagine I might. If, if, if you didn't have a season tickets, it wasn't away because it yeah. would be an away well, game. And it was Patriots Bills. And I'm talking, yes. it's the AFC <laughs> Championship game. You ain't going to be so happy. I'm bad. I'm yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 Right. So they're, they're yelling. But we go then, and you do have Victorious kind of, you know, smash Johnny down. But that's when Galactus shows up. And, and Reed says to him, like, what are you doing? Cause even then, where, you know, Reed's like, why, why are you doing this? Yeah, why? They can t- you miscalculate. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And even, uh, one of the other things that really was good too is when the, you know, we have the kids and like, I'm Dr. Doom's goddaughter and stuff. You, you do get a reminder that, you know, that, that sort of deal There's going history on. There. Yeah. yeah. They're not always just pure. No. Enemies. And, and uh, most people who are reading would probably know that, but people on with a fresh start, I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, Dr. Doom shows up and he's like, yeah, reads like, you, you miscalculated. You did this. Galactus is here. And he's like, miscalculate. How dare you? He's like, I you know. are so, you're always so far behind the steps that I'm taking. Taking, that you think I miscalculated. This is entirely by my design, and then it's to be continued. Yep. And I thought, 
boy, this, it, it felt like, uh, you know, for the little bit of the Fantastic Four that I've read since we started, the, the fresh start, I, I would gander or guess that a lot of people would like this felt like a classic fantastic four-ish yeah, i really mean obviously it's you all the Doom characters Galactus. you like really yeah. connect to yeah, them and, and, and what's cool about it is we've had issues in both marvel or dc or whatever where you would have this like all of a sudden you have a, a story where batman's there with the joker or you have you know something like that this didn't feel forced like like no. those this actually felt kind of fresh the way it kind of twisted and turned about even with it being a very quick read that was very easy to kind of get into and like so i i'm telling you i loved it i i loved it so much too. and i'm giving it a nine five if if i was going to give you know captain marvel number one last week a nine five and then went down a little <laughs> i was coming into this as a nine i liked it so much i'm gonna go nine five i'm going positive we're at the marvel side of things yeah positivity street yeah. here yeah what are you going to get? No, I really like this, too. I I mean, this was when I think of a Fantastic Four comic book kind of greatest hits type situation. Yeah. This is all of them kind of wrapped into one. Definitely. Uh, I mean, the art looks great. I love classic Dr. Doom, like his, his just his cockiness and everything. Yeah. You, you're just waiting for things to blow up in his face. And I, I want to see that moment, too. But I, I like when he gets the upper hand. It's just fun. Um yep. And I want to see where where definitely this story goes. He's got Galactus kind of unhinged now, and and it just seems like it's going to be a good time. And and I don't know what took three or four I know. kind of wasted issues yeah, to get with to this you. point, but I'm I'm happy we're here now. Yeah. So uh, it's got me excited to to read the next issue of this book. Whereas you know previously up to the last couple, yeah, I was kind of just like ugh again, <laughs> and yep. so soon in the series, I, you know, I'm I'm happy it's rebounded, and it feels like more of a. a uh, you know, Dan Slott that has his feet under him instead of just kind of trying to force a Fantastic Four story out. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, I like it, 9.0. Yeah, yeah, I uh, how I'll fully agree with you is I can't say that when the Fantastic, you know, issue one to four even were coming out and we're re- it was one of those where it would come out, we talk about it on the podcast, and then I just, you know, left it behind. With yeah. The podcast is done, gone. And <laughs> I, then I when, never thought about it again. When right, the next one right. would pop up, I'd be like, all right, here we go. Uh, when there was delays, I was like, yeah, well, you know, it, it was one of those where it didn't <laughs> get, get me mad. It yeah, it never yeah. got me mad, but it got it never got me excited. It's now, I'm telling you, with this issue it's in my top five books that we're doing right now from just yeah. the wedding and then this. It's It's leaped. A bunch of books to where if it keeps going even kind of like this, it might be my favorite book at, at yeah. Marvel right now because it's, it's fun. It's good when they get their their you know top characters in a good yeah. you know just good book you can look forward to. It it makes you look forward to going. And, to and what's buttons. weird is it it does then go back to uh, the idea where we kept saying the first five issues of these fresh start were hardly fresh starts and always seemed to like a lot of these kind of turned us off of the books and then all of a sudden at issue six they picked up and uh you know i don't know i'm really excited you're right some of them do kind of follow this trend and even (laughs) i don't know if invaders almost is like that as (laughs) well yeah Yeah, if we we go with invaders being the defenders (laughs) that many kind of leading to it yeah i'm with you what's funny too i was just while you were talking i was trying to think of like my favorite books and like okay what what would they be and then i i'm thinking it's not one of my favorite books but 
How long does it seem like we talked about Doctor Strange? That, that book seems like it's it was it's, out seven it, months ago. It was coming like every other week for a long time there, and now doesn't I doesn't it seem like we haven't talked Christmas. about it in like seven months? Yes, it's I would crazy. Say before Christmas, which yeah, feels yeah. like two years ago. It's crazy, but and also there's a book that we haven't really been on board. I need to get excited about these, and again. A lot of these books tonight I'm going to be excited about, and the next one is one of them, Invaders Number 1, and it's by your buddy Chip Zdarsky, (laughs) and you have a theory about Chip Zdarsky that you'll say once we get going, but art by Carlos Magno with Butch Geis, colors by Alex Gimiares. And letters VCs Travis Lanham. (laughs) Captain America and Bucky Barnes, Namor the Submariner, the original Human Torch Jim Hammond. During the darkest hours of World War II, these four banded together as the invaders to battle the Axis powers to the death in the name of freedom. The war was a long time ago, but the invaders are still hunted by the ghost of their past. Perhaps none more than the morally ambiguous King Namor of Atlantis, who seems to be igniting a new global war between the surface world and the seas his people call home. The question everyone wants to answer is now, is why and it's the invaders it says the invaders there and it goes and again i don't really have any background for any sort of thing going into this what i have a background as far as my invaders knowledge is zero basically world war ii comics is a big blank spot and uh, i think that this is really good i really really liked it what also it did in a weird deal now this is where reading you know, if you're just reading Invaders, you're going to like it. I don't think that so there's going to be that many people who won't like this issue. I think it's really well done. I like almost everything about it. What it did help me as well, though, is it ties in so well to the Avengers book. Yeah. Uh, the And even we just did the best defense. And if you're reading yeah. all of those, this really works its way in very well in a way that it almost feels like you're involved in a crossover type, you know, a full out, you know, line wide crossover, which yeah. we're not. It, it's very weird how this book is coming out, though. Like they keep changing the title and giving it number ones. And this, yeah. I, I don't know if, you know, it's something you hear about, you're interested in, and, and you go to the store looking for it. How yeah. it, it's going to be tough to like and, track and, down and, understand and here's what's the thing. going on. You have the defenders, you know, first defense thing, best defense that we just finished. If you were really like, if you hear us talk about this and you weren't going to get invaders, maybe you got a couple of those best defenses and you're like, eh, I really don't dig that. I think that you're fine just getting this, number yeah. one. Uh, Jump, also, go right here. If exactly. you are reading the Avengers and the stuff with Neymar, and this is where it really helped me because, again, I'm not the most, you know, I don't know tons about Neymar. I, I will admit it. I said at one point, like, yeah. don't, don't listen to our podcast and think that I'm coming off as a guy who knows everything and I'm going to, I'm going to teach you. Yeah, I may notice some things, but. I'm here to learn with everybody else. And if you know more, that's fine. But I don't know tons about Namor. And so when he was in the Avengers, yeah, he's in the Avengers. I know Namor's bad, Atlantis, this sort of thing. I told you when we first, when he first popped up in the Avengers, it just felt a lot like Aquaman over at DC. This actually makes me care about namor this yeah, issue more, he definitely comes off as a fully rounded character yes, it's not issue. just the uh you know the water you know because what i didn't like in the avengers was coming in blind like i was it felt like the same thing that we were getting over at dc with aquaman the whole surface world versus this actually starts to show you 
why and and what and how Namor has tried to, you know, did help. I mean, not even try. He did. He helped us beat the Nazis in World War II. He also suffered some big losses that really, you know, affected him. And stick with it. And it it starts off right away because he's there. He's there trying to help. And and he is a, you know, he's a superhero. He can get shot. Bulletproof the world. He can get shot. (laughs) And so he's there. And this Tommy, who is kind of like his Bucky, Ends up like, hey, I, I, I lost track of Tommy, you know, and, and I don't know who Tommy is. I, I really don't. But Mm-mm. I know enough here that I know. And especially when Cap even says later, like, oh, man, Tommy, because Tommy ends up getting killed. He ends up going to – he lost track of him, ends up saving another guy. He's going past the point of, of just exhaustion and dehydration. Yeah, he, he's been without water Yeah, for and they so even long. say, you got to get it. You got to get some water. You can't do this. He's like, no, no, I got to save Tommy. I got to save Tommy. And he can't get there. It's like one of those things where it would be like you're falling off a cliff and I go to grab you and you just – your fingers just hit yeah. me, you know, and you're dead. Fingers and rubbing I down. I almost go, got yeah. there. And I'm like, eh, Buffalo Bills fan. We're, <laughs> we're not losing much there. But you know what I mean? It's like he was just oh, – yeah. Definitely. getting there and it's almost like there's Neymar who is a super powered meta who's you know all these better than you know whatever he he still couldn't get there he couldn't save this time he's just a kid he's just a regular kid in, in war and he, he gets shot he goes over he, he picks up his head and he's got blood all over his hands and it really affects him he passes out then they wake him up they'd won the war or at least this battle yeah, they won yeah, this battle. The battle yeah. And you, you pull out of that, and it's Namor having a nightmare about this. So you see, it's it's now. He's having a nightmare of something that happened in World War II. And they're like, oh, you, you were yelling again. And he's like, yeah, bam. So it shows you this is affecting him yeah. constantly. Current, like currently, this yeah. is something like, he cannot get the, out of his mind. This is like the, the failed uh, – what Heroes in Crisis always fails to do. Yeah. Like mentioned it was going to be about PTSD but yeah. like never actually gives yeah. examples this or is, really and, shows it in action. And the best part of this is that it doesn't force the issue. It shows right. you naturally. And where I really like this progression, because then you have, you know, you have Neymar and, and, you know, he had this nightmare he's shaking and then he's got to shake out of it. Like, ah, you know, I, you know, we're going to do my plan. Let's go. We're, we're going to yep. get this going. So you can see that part of this whole deal and it goes even better as it goes on is that Namor, part of the thing he doesn't like about the service world. Yeah. Because he did help it. There's, there's a lot. They've turned on him. It probably is in his mind as well. Also, that's half of him. I mean, even at the basis level of him being like a very egotistical guy that he is, these nightmares and things also seem to like remind him of his frailties too. He can, you know, he's super, but it's more of, he, he kind of, you know, gave, you know, he was loyal. This was a best friend who died because they're weak. And yep. so you go and, and water I, bags, as he yeah, calls water them. bags. That's really good. That scene, <laughs> because then we go off and Captain America is there and he's in Avengers Mountain and he's just fighting in like their danger yeah, room like type fighting, deal. Uh, fake Iron Man. Yeah, they're like whatever. mutant Iron Men that he's just fighting, <laughs> you know, blowing off some steam, I guess, and talking to Jim Hammond, the original uh, Human Torch, the android. And they, they spelled it out. Now, what I like about this progression, again, that I think Chip Zdarsky does really nice, and it's it's subtle, it's clever, where you have Jim Hammond, he, he is doing a, uh, a, you know, he's gathering up memoirs about the invaders. He's going to write about the invaders. And one of the things that he wants to do it for 
is because he wants the world to remember that Namor was, in fact, a hero. That's one of his big things. But he uh, he's talking to Cap, and Cap's like, you know, it's weird, Jim. Uh, you, you're an android. You should remember <laughs> all these things. And he and Jim says, no, no, listen, it's weird. You know, Professor Horton, who who made me, uh, understood that being human is forgetting, tuning out memories. Memories fade because if you don't, you just never get past those or whatever. We just saw a guy who can't get past a memory. Yeah. He is having these nightmares. Not a robot either. Yeah. No, he is an, an half human. So it's like one of those things where an android is able to have a programming that lets him forget some ba- – and it is true. I mean that would be – and it's a really neat thing that Chip Zdarsky does that if you have a robot who does have sentient feelings or something, one of the worst things would be – to remember every single thing because, yeah, yeah. You, and, oh, you just and, dwell and on it. You're going to dwell on it and dwell forever. on the bad yep. things. And if you do end up dwelling on the bad things, it's going to drive you mad. Yeah, that's Namor having his, you know, so I really, really like that. And they're talking, and that's where Cap goes back to, you know, telling the story about World War II. And they ended up freeing this village. He said, you know, it took us some things, but Tommy died. And when he goes back and they're, they're going through the deaths and things, and you do see Jim and Cap there. And he's like, oh, Tommy, God, you know, I don't know what I would do if, if I lost Bucky. And I'm like, just wait a while. You'll see. But, uh, you know, and then he's like, uh, <laughs> and he says, where's Namor? Have you seen him? Because I, I can't imagine this. And like, I don't know. I don't think he's coming to the burial. He goes to find him. Everybody's celebrating. And Namor is pretty much looks like he's trying to get sloshed. He's trying to forget yeah. everything. He's by burying just, his feelings in booze. Yeah, and women. He, he's just yep. going to, you know, women, oh, yeah, women. Uh, you know, and booze. And Cap comes in and he's like, you know, are you okay? You know, you need to go. I know we lost your friend and things. And that's when Neymar flips out and just grabs this guy by the neck and just says, you know what? I could crack this guy like an egg. And, and you know, I was out on the battlefield protecting bags of water from other bags of water. You think that I care about you? I thought the Nazis would go to the sea. That's all I care about. Why would – and the best line is like, why would I care about a broken egg. You think I'm going to weep if I dropped eggs to you? And Cap's just there and he's just like, put him down. And I'm telling you, he slams the guy on the ground and just goes, bags of water. The guy, the guy oh, the poor dead. guy was like in the worst place. Half. Yeah. And I just like, it's just bags of water. And then he's like, I want more drinks. I want more drinks. And that's where Cap comes over and he's like, Tommy was your friend. This war's stolen your friend from you, but I can't steal your memories of him, the love you feel for him. And we are burying them at sundown. I expect you to be there. I'm telling you, he is yelling to all of them like, hey, everybody here, you know, teammates, friends, whatever. You too, Bucky. Bucky's just there. He's like, <laughs> he's trying to like, as he goes, I like it Probably too. Having his first beer ever. Oh, I'm like, telling you. Bucky's there. Busted. Cap almost leaves and turns around, sees him. And I'm telling Bucky's got his hand in his head like, oh no. And yeah. he's like. It's almost like when you're a kid and your your buddy's getting yelled at by his mom. Yeah. And then she's like, and you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like, even, yeah. even, oh, it's, it, it was, it's funny in, in that funny way. But again, then we go back to you know the now and we see this big plan that namor's going and this ties into like what we're seeing in the avengers completely yeah. so if you're yeah. reading and avengers they even mentioned the defenders of the yes. deep and how he's not yeah. why he's not bringing them you, along if, if you are reading avengers and you like it and you want to i really think that this is crucial to read this to kind of 
flesh out the story and really flesh out Namor because they go, uh, they're going to go. And yeah, they mentioned the whole deal from the best defense, you know, best defense of when he went to go and get. So they go and they're going to gather up their people and this, you know, subgroup, these people who split off from Atlantis led by Karis. Uh, he goes to him and says, listen, and this guy comes out and, you know, they, they don't like each other. And he's yeah. like, you, you ended up, you served under my grandfather. I need you now. We're going to fight the service world. He's like, you know what? I did fight under your grandfather. Your grandfather was a great king. You aren't, you're, you're a half breed. You have yeah. all that stuff. And he's like, he, he sent you away. When I was with your grandfather, he sent you away, you know, was it to protect you or was he embarrassed? Because, you know, there you are. You're half surface. Get the hell out of here. And you sit there and Namor is talking a lot of trash. I mean, this guy has a complete army, a city, and he's just there with his right hand man. And even this Kara starts like, you know what? All you're going to do is stand there. And I'm going to cut you and the sharks are going to eat you. And that's, that's the end of it because you're nonsense. I don't need you. And what do you have to say about that? And he's just like, you know, what's going to happen is you, you follow me or you die. And, and I'm like, boy, he's talking a lot of trash. And then all of a sudden he just basically sucks the ocean out of everywhere that they are. This whole yeah. city is now. His eyes go all open. black. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go black. Um, and because that seems to power him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that seemed to be the power the deal. His eyes are, are that blue shade yep, yeah. when he wakes up from that dream. And, yep. and we noticed in the Avengers that his that eyes, eyes turn black. Turn black. So points, something's yeah. going on. But he does. He basically controls the ocean. And he gets it just – he separates it. And the city's there exposed to open air. And they're he all – He like beaches these people basically. Yeah, and they're, they're all gagging. They're basically, yeah, fish flopping on, on a beach. And uh, they're like, yes, well, well, I'll join with you. You know, It's like, oh, we'll join. And he even's like, how did you do that? He's like, eh, you don't need to know. Don't the you only, worry about And he says it, yeah. the only question you ask is how, how – yeah, it's almost like the how high. You know, yeah. I say jump, you say how high deal. He's like, the only thing that you need to worry about is how you're going to serve me. That's it. And you do. And now we get to a part where I even, I read this at work and I, I had Eric read this part and even he got choked up because of the whole deal. I explained the rest to him, but you go back to World War II and they're burying, uh, you know, the, the soldiers and yeah. Tommy in, in particular. And Cap looks and there's Namor shows up in his, in his military uniform, walks up to Cap and just hugs him. And then just watch. I'm like, it is a very, for the setup that Chip Zdarsky did with Namor, Tommy, it's very subtle throughout. Nothing's forced. The, like you said, they're not forcing any real like issues, but you're seeing it. I got choked up because of how upset Namor yeah. was in them for him to come. Well, not even in then the one caption, too, like kind of concludes the scene where it says, and nobody dies in battle ever again as he looks out to the sea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that really kind of catches you in the yeah, throat. It yeah, does. and it moment. really does. And the fact that you have uh, Tommy being buried and this whole scene is there is narration. There's no talk. Namor comes. And the last thing that happened was, you know, they were pretty much face to face going to, you know, fight <laughs> or kill each down, other. Yeah. <laughs> and he just comes up. They look at each other. He walks right up to him and hugs him and then just stands next to him. So good. 
It is so good. It just, it really got to me. And then you go, then we finish up the issue though, where you did have, uh, Jim go off to, uh, this Randall's house that is one of the guys that, and he even says he was one of the soldiers that was there at their, when they fought in World War II. And he said, it's nice to talk to somebody from the outside. You weren't one of the, you know, you were just a guy fighting with us and they're talking and, you know, there, there's like a little joke like, man, it's nice to see a, an old face, but it's funny. It's a familiar face because yours never changes. Mm-hmm. And they, they just talk about it. And you do have even the guy Randall's like, you know what? Neymar saved me, you know, twice. He saved my life twice. And we did see at the beginning where it did look like that was kind of why he may have been behind of saving Tommy because he saved Randall. Uh, and then Ra- Randall's daughter comes in. whose name is Neymar. Yeah, and she's, she she's like, it. yeah, I, w- I wish that, you know, <laughs> Steve Rogers would have saved me, uh, you know, saved my dad because maybe I would have been Stephanie then. And, uh, like, oh man, I love the name Neymar Peterson calls her Nay. And she's, she's weird in this. She comes off really standoffish. She is definitely a keeper of something because as they're going, you have Randall. He's like, oh, you know what? I have this scrapbook that I, I want to give you. Maybe these things will help. And she ends up like, whoa, 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 dad, do you really want to do that? And then says, Jim, I want to talk to you. They go out in the kitchen and she's like, I don't want you to take this. I don't want you to take it. My dad is losing his mind. They even mentioned it earlier. He, you know, he's going senile. He's going to die. When Jim went there, he said, this Randall doesn't have much time left. He's in bed. And he's like, my dad, this is all he has. So for him to remember things, he, he looks in the, you know, looks at the stuff. And then a picture falls out and it's weird because we've, we've set up the big deal where after World War II, Namor went amnesiac. He was wandering around all these things that were set up, but there's a picture that falls out that's at the point where he's supposed to be an amnesiac where he's with Randall and Xavier. Yeah. Uh, you know, Professor X. And he's like, what's going on here? And that's like a big mystery. And I yeah. do well, think it's that almost the daughter... like you think Professor X put blocks in his brain and now he's getting yeah, those out. And something with that. And, and we'll see. And, you know, is this I mean, those are both, you know, Namor and Professor X. I, yep. They're part of the Illuminati, that whole deal with the Secret Avengers later. So, yeah, is well, this Professor the start X of that a long track history of like putting these, you know, basically erasing people's memories. Yeah. Yeah, so or, we'll or see what's going on. Yeah, we'll yeah, see what's so. going on. In the meantime, this is where uh, Steve now has pretty much convinced himself, like, I'm going to talk to Neymar. It, what, what Jim said is true. He's our friend. Something's wrong. It doesn't seem like him. You know, we did fight him with the Avengers. I'm going by myself. They're trying like, no, 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 Steve, you don't yeah. want to do this. You don't want to go. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to go. He calls up Bucky and he's like, Hey, you got a We're free going. weekend? <laughs> yeah. like, B- Bucky's just there with guns and a knife. I, I want to know what he's doing. Like, what, Bucky, is he sharpening the knife or is he cutting Netflix the guns? Subscription. I well, mean, really, Jesus. he is just sitting there in what appears to be a closet with guns and a knife. Nothing right. else. Just like everywhere. And I like it too. It's like, hey, still uh, got the Russian star in his arm. Oh, yeah. I want to get that off. Yeah, of there. get that off too. <laughs> and, you know, and Steve's like, hey, Bucky, I need your help. And it's it's Invader's business. And then Bucky's like, Namor. And then, yeah, yeah. And I, I just want Bucky to be like, thank God you called me. I am so bored right <laughs> I now. I mean, I, I've sharpened this knife 700 times. Look around him, too. There's duct tape on the floor. Every there's the, What is he doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's doing that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we got to do that. And he's like. He's trying to call people over, but they take one look inside that house. And they're like, no, thank you, Bucky. <laughs> yeah. And so you have this whole deal where. Uh, you know, they're like, hey, 
this is what's going to go on. We got to go. We got to help our friend. And then you have that that scene where there's a, a soldier there, uh, and it looks like it's Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. And I don't know because then it looks like they're on the, uh, you know, are they still where it was? It doesn't look exactly where that was. Yeah, has it doesn't. He, it looks has like he a different dug scene. him up? And, I don't know. and because even like nobody's going to die anymore looking to see, is this black magic that he did? Sea magic? Is this Pet Cemetery? He's talking to some, either he's yeah. having a flashback to the past of this moment he's again. He's definitely in the doing something the there because it ends with these, you know, Karis and, uh, being told by one of his guys, like, hey, look, uh, you know, what's he doing? He's nuts. He's talking king to somebody. Yeah, the king is mad, but I really do think that there's a point where he either tried or did bring Tommy back uh, because yeah. he uh, again when he said and it kind of ties back to when they're burying him there and he's like you know what nobody's ever going to die again and looks over to the sea I mean is this where we're going to find out that all of these things that Namor has been doing has been kind of you know almost like a Darth Vader yeah. uh, you know your favorite Star Wars deal but a <laughs> way to cheat death and bring back somebody and, and he's gone through these crazy steps to be able to do this but boy, I'm intrigued. I yeah, really, really want to see really what's good. going on. And Bucky better, Bucky better get out of that room. He, he, it's not healthy what he's in there <laughs> doing. Just, I just love him just sitting there. He answers the, you know, he gets the call. He has like the little earpiece. Beep. He, he doesn't even put down the knife. I wish he was picking his teeth like a bad boy. <laughs> With just, a bullet or something. I mean, how many like guns that? do you need in this room? And fully armed. Oh my goodness. Well, plus you Bucky. have this metal arm that can basically yeah. do anything you need. You don't Oh need my all those goodness, Bucky! Either. Get out of there. Like you said, get Netflix, but yeah. get an Xbox. Something you, you got to get a hobby. Like Holy moly! But yeah, yeah, I I loved it. I yeah, loved it, and it, it's the funniest thing is how positive I am. It's my second nine five. That's I love this issue so much. It gets me very excited. It even gets me more excited for the Avengers reading this and that's something and maybe and, and your theory you could tell them your theory on chip zadarsky what yeah. you said well i think i think chip zadarsky does better at the serious marvel books than he does at anything with yeah. any sort of jokes in it uh yeah. his humor just i don't know it, it doesn't agree with me but even like his tweets kind of just get on yeah, my nerves get on but your nerves this is i've liked awesome. his, some of his more like a marvel two-in-one i liked that one that had yeah. a few jokes yeah in i was it, gonna say was marvel two-in-one was more jokey because the characters lent themselves to it yeah human torch correct yeah, yeah he, he's kind of you know out there a little yeah. bit but yeah but I really liked, I don't know, where he found this, like deep down inside of him somewhere. And I, I really liked Boy, it. Um, yeah. I look forward to the next issue even, you know. Yeah, uh, I love it. This I, is a five-issue mini. It's not getting crazy titles or anything, yeah, right? I don't know. It, it's, the, it's the hardest <laughs> thing to try to figure out how these are. And uh, Joey ended up, a guy who, who was uh, part of the Get Fresh group, beep, boop, he, he actually messaged me about some books. And he's like, he said, it's so hard to find from Marvel if things are ongoing, mini, whatever. Yeah, it's I know. very tough. So well, I just go with the plus flow. Plus, they like to keep that under wraps. Yeah. Well. You know what it's what so they weird. change their mind. Well, and, and it is. It's like after five issues, if things weren't going well, they just say, well, that was a, that, yeah, was, that was always a mini. A mini. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're not fooling us. <laughs> you're not fooling us at all. But no, I, I know that Black Widow, I heard, was a five issue mini i thought that was an ongoing so yeah. i you know all bets are off with me yeah, but are. i love this uh what would you give the score yeah i'll match you i actually because i liked it a little more than fantastic four so i'm, I'm gonna go nine five it's on so it good. i really like the art like i love you know, the sketchy war art really yeah. like, 
grabbed me. I liked it a lot. I was into it. So good. I mean, this was an oversized issue that, again, we were we were complaining about some of those Defenders yep. issues, how long they took, now, how this, long it felt like this we were actually, But when I finished, I was upset it was over. I, I know. Actually, I wanted was, more. And, I really and did. really, that does not happen much with me anymore. No. And yeah, it, it really shocked me. Two books this week, this and Fantastic yep. Four, where as soon as it ended, it was kind of sad the cliffhanger yeah, came. Yeah, so I was, was like, I. Uh, uh, I could have done like 10 more pages. Yeah, I could have too. Uh, I, and I'm telling you, you could have shown me, you could have had the whole book be that World War II until I, I'm in. Yeah, I, I know, love I every know. bit of that. I as loved it I so saw, much. As soon as I saw like the old, kind of the old cap and the old story and stuff, I was like, oh, I'm into this. And then yeah. and then it flashed forward kind of to present day. I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I was yeah, kind of, oh, you know, so a little good. tepid about it, but it, yeah. it sold me. And, uh, you know, yeah, 9.5 is what I went with. Oh, we're going to move on to, we have two more. And this next one. I'm positive about, and then we get to the last one, but we'll talk about Venom number 10 first, yeah, and that is that. written by Donnie Cates, uh, pencils by Ryan Stegman, inks by J.P. Mayer, uh, colors by Frank Martin, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles, and we have, I, after a massive battle with an ancient symbiote, the Venom symbiote no longer has a personality or voice. Instead, it is an amorphous alien organism that responds to the subconscious impulses of its host, Eddie Brock. It also looks like a dog. Worse yet, the creature has been tampering with Eddie's memories, which is something that I love how a lot of these recap pages are giving us recap that we really didn't know for sure. I know they do. That was something that you said that you thought it was happening, and I thought you were crazy. Yeah. I thought you were insane. I'm like, no, but it seems that's the case. And as he recently found himself in San Francisco at the front door of his strange father, Carl Brock, with no memory of how he got there. Now, that was before. He actually drove the, you know, the bus here this time. So I think that's yeah, a little bit off. Yeah, before he got kidnapped. Yeah, he got kidnapped. back yeah. east, and now he's back west. Again. So, yeah, desperate for answers, Eddie tried to speak to his father, aggressively rebunked his attempts at reconciliation, and Venom instinctively attacked. Barely able to stop the symbiote from eating his father, Eddie fled and took refuge in a vacant alleyway where he was approached by a teenager claiming to be his half-brother, Dylan Brock. Now, th- that is a weird, that that is a weird recap, because a lot yeah. of that stuff, like, it looks like, it's not even claiming to be his brother it does look like it but we don't know there's a lot of messed up things in there just introduced us and where i there is a bunch of recap but i like this because we had already seen how eddie had ruined his dad's life we we had had that setup that he ended up getting in a car accident and the bills and the litigation that was involved ended up costing his dad a lot of money going bankrupt pretty much and it ruined his life we see that the little kid was not eddie and i, I thought know. that that was that the was craziest twist, twist. <laughs> and it was so well done that you're there because i don't know if it's like if you were like me his brother, because his brother there at the end of the last issue, his brother came up and said, hey, it's something they don't say in the recap. Hey, uh, we got to kill our dad. Yeah, that, that was basically, him. we got to kill him. He's all beat up. You assume that the dad had done that. So he shows up and they're they're eating at a diner and he's telling the story. And I thought, really, we're going to we're going to go through this again. I like, know. We I was, already I was disappointed had that. Too. And I'm telling you, Donnie Cates. That clever SOB, I swear to God, even with if you go by the way this is, you even have to turn the page to get from the accident to turning the page to see that it actually was Eddie, where, you know, you have all these things. Yeah, you see they, this the accident. kid even kind of resembles Eddie in a yeah. way, you know what and I'm they, saying? And they made it, he did it so well, he even, like I said, I love 
when you have a comic book that actually takes advantage of that page turn as well. And, yeah. and even on digital, I mean, it works at, both ways where he's like, you know, hey, uh, I still hear our father in the distance screaming. I still see it play out. You know, a kid ran out in front of a car in the rain and got hit and it's all bloody. And like it's mostly clips like a slideshow, blood, metal, screaming. I can still feel the weight of it wrapped around me. And then it tur- you turn the page. I can still taste the booze on my breath. I'm like, I know. huh? What's going on? Because you, you <laughs> look like, like what, what kid, are you, Eric Shea? You look like you're seven <laughs> chasing a cat. And then Smoking you realize 13, yeah. it was Eddie in the car that hit the kid and he was drunk. Yeah, was and he That's said, why he calls himself a monster. Yeah, and, yeah, and he said that, you know, he, he kind of, you know, stole his dad's. It's his dad's car. So he stole the car and ended up with it. And he says, my dirtbag friends, we got all drunk this real in my life. I became a monster. And the whole thing with this is, like going back and forth because even before that, his brother, uh, Dylan, I believe, was like, oh, man, it's so cool that you're Venom. And, you know, that people were uh, arguing in school and saying that Spider-Man was better because he's a hero, but you're a hero, too. And he, you know, Eddie's like, just I'm a monster. I was yeah, a monster. And a then hero. you even see more of you feel I mean, and he's a piece of crap. I mean, he killed a kid. The kid died. And he's like, they took me in, but you know, you have connections, money, whatever, and dad do this. And basically his dad said, all right, we're going to get you out of this. And not for him. This has nothing to do with his dad saying, I don't want your life to be rowing. It's you're going to get out of this because this really looks bad for me. It'll impact me. Right. So what are you going to, and it's like, what are you going to say when they asked you how to plead? And he's like, I'm going to plead guilty. And his dad's like, what did you say? And he's like, I, I deserved um, – I killed an innocent kid. I deserve to be punished. And his dad is there with a bunch of the police officers, police chief, whatever. And it's like, hey, you guys, leave us here. They're in the interrogation room. He's like, you leave us here. All right. And now that we're alone there, old Edward, uh, what are you going to say? <laughs> dad, I'm guilty. And he just beats the crap yeah. out of him. Hammers on him like Batman oh, on Joker. Yeah. In that, and the worst, <laughs> I, I hate it every time. I hate when somebody's face gets slammed into the oh, table. That's the worst. Oh, it's yeah, the worst. Nose just, I'm telling you, the worst is flat. getting the back of your kneecap sliced by Gabby. That's the too? worst. <laughs> this is bad though as well. I hate just because you know his nose is broken, all yeah. that, and he just says like, oh, "What, what are you going to do?" Either. And he's like, "Dad, I'm a monster. You're innocent." Boom! Slams his head, and he's like, "Say it, say it!" And he's just like, "I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent." He's just beaten down now, and he just keeps repeating it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "That a boy, Eddie? You know, just keep practicing." And again, this goes into where this book uh, as well has that PTSD deal where Eddie even says, because the one waiter comes over, you can't have your dog there. It's a symbiote. And he's like, it's my service dog. It is stolen valor. He's lying. But (laughs) And his brother's like, you can't do that. And he's like, listen, I never said. The guy assumed, whatever. But he's like, I do have PTSD. I just fought a god. I mean, I, I, I did know. legitimate, and I also just stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, go through the whole deal that I, I have a symbiote in my head and stuff like <laughs> it's really bad. But also starting from this and through this deal, and you also see that dad gets a little handsy at times. Yeah. Now with this, you start to get that wraparound too 
of what's real and what the symbiote's been telling him. He starts realizing, too, because of things start happening also with his sister. Did he actually have a sister? Did his sister have cancer? I don't think he did. Yeah, (laughs) so you go with that because... Because the kid keeps asking, and, and, you know, the the dad shunned Eddie, but I don't imagine he would have shunned the the other kids in his life. They're not the ones that, you know, made him broke. It's so crazy because he's like, hey, can I... I like, too, where the symbiote's stirring his coffee. But he's like, hey, we're going to go. It's so disgusting. I wouldn't drink that coffee. And also, if you look, too... It's kind of a weird deal, but as he stirs the coffee, the coffee even has the the uh, the null eye in it, like the symbiote eye deal in the oh, coffee. Yeah, it's it's right. really messed up. But he's like, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, hey, can I stay with you? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go to you know Shea L A. Because I live in an alley. <laughs> there you go. Pick your room. And he's there. He's like, really? Left side or right? Tell me it's raining. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I don't that think that thing I'm is gross. I'm yeah, not oh, it's disgusting. That. What what has happened on that mattress? <laughs> Nobody wants to know. Yeah, at least get some newspapers. Cover it yeah, up when really. you're gone. <laughs> I, I just I would just lay on the ground. I would not lay on an old yeah, mattress, no, especially either. it's raining. That thing. Who knows what the hobos have been doing on that thing? Stray dogs. Oh whatever. my. But yeah, they start talking like, oh, you maybe you can stay with your Aunt Mary. Like, Aunt Mary? And it's like, this is where he's like, it's happening again. I don't know what's going on. I can't focus. Things are erasing. They're coming back. I don't know what's going on. Then all of a sudden he looks and pretty much it looks like the whole null coming out of the symbiote around his brother because his yeah. brother's like, maybe you're I, infected. Yeah, and I thought his brother was, or null was I, pretending yeah. to be his brother for a I, while. There. I did too. And I think that maybe that's what we're supposed to to believe is happening possibly or he's going insane because all of a sudden the symbiote goes on him he's venom again for a little teeny bit and he's like you know starts beating up his brother and his brother's like please no don't i'm sorry don't hurt me like what what oh man it's happening again then starts up chucking blood blood yeah he's done this a couple times and and then then, really throws it up like violently and tells his brother just Get out of here. Get Don't out of get here. Yeah. Got to get away from me. His brother's like, I'll take you to the hospital. He's like, you can't do that. You know, th- it doesn't work that way. But he does anyway. He does take him uh, to the hospital. And things, I'm telling you, things get really crazy. because yeah, they do. They, they tie, like a bunch of things tie up and tie back. You have that whole, uh, you know, story of him. Get, again, is that real? Is he remembering it real? Or is this something the symbiote's doing to him to get him fired up to do this? We don't know. And yeah. uh, so they're in the hospital. His brother's there. He took him there. And you have these men in black just show up like you need to come with us. Hey, uh, what's your relation to Edward Brock? Uh, you know, he's kind of my half brother. You know, it's like brother with another mother. <laughs> OK, well, here we go. We're going to take blood. I'm like, I they hope that's right not out a, of his arm. I hope that's yeah. not a used needle. He, he takes the blood and they're like, hey, is it good? He looks at it and goes. We good. It's yep. almost like it's almost like Pulp Fiction when when you have Vincent open up the case and you go, "Are we good, Vincent? Oh, we good." And he <laughs> he closes it then, and you get the idea. Yeah, they're they're getting blood. That he's got some sort of the symbiote, whatever it is that they're going to continue their experiments and things like that. Because he's like, "Is my brother okay? What's wrong? Is it okay?" Oh yeah, yeah, he's fine. We go back. The maker's there. At yep, the hospital, again. has him completely deal, and he's like, he's pretty good. He's got some problems. He and the cancer's really killing yeah. him. Like, Massive cancer. Holy moly, what is going on? <laughs> and but, he yeah. looks like a mess. Oh I don't my know god. What, yeah. If there's that, it's the, the symbiote is all him. covering him. And and again, though, you would think that if they took the symbiote, they have to be doing something to. 
you know, uh, you know, kind of settle down the symbiote at least because it it would be attacking them. Anybody who would do any, yeah. I mean, even if you would it's take, be sedated. Yeah, sedated. Even if you would take Eddie to the hospital and they went to put an IV in, symbiote's pretty much brain dead at this point, as far as we know. It would just attack anybody who tried to do that. Yeah. You even had, yeah, like you, you tried to do to his dad. You had at the diner where his brother, little kid, tried to put his hand on him. They're like, "It's okay," and he said, "Don't touch me." Don't and the symbiote me. flipped out. And yeah. yeah, so something's going on. They're controlling and sedating the symbiote in some way, and it's the maker again who he escaped, went to San, and he knew the maker knew he was going to go right to San Francisco again. Yeah. He said that. So Attractive. you have him there and we'll see how that goes. But it's very intriguing. Now, the weird thing is, is I did see, uh, and I, I sent to you that it looks like they're going to kind of take a little break. Donnie Cates is going to take a little oh, break off of thanks. this book. Uh, I'm looking for the tweet that I sent to you and I'm like, really? Oh, that stinks. Cause he said, oh, he says that Venom will tie into War of the Realms starting with issue 13 written by Cullen Bunn. And he said, Ryan and I will be coming right back very soon with a huge thing. We just need time to put it together. Never fear. Uh, you know, we're going to leave any. So Cullen Bunn's going to take over the book at 13 for a little bit to, to tie into the War of the Realms. Uh, it seems like it's more than one issue. It'll be a couple issues. Uh, yeah, so probably we'll, an arc, maybe. Yeah, so we'll see how that is. And he says they'll be back or whatnot. I actually should have. I, he actually follows us, the DC part of things. I should have messaged him to see exactly how long, if he can even say. He might not be able to say things, uh, you know, fully right now. But uh, it's going to be a shame because I'm into this book still. And this issue, after last issue, if you remember, last issue was a really, like, Really laid back, kind of get a breather type deal where he was just on the bus. Yeah. And yeah, there was like the heck house, if I'm not allowed kinda to Kind of introduce you to the happened. dog, basically. Yeah, the dog <laughs> and then his dad and they fought. So there wasn't tons going on. This got me right back on board. So it's a shame that at 13, we're going to have to kind of take a side step away. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, maybe eight five. I'll go eight five. Uh, I liked it. I liked the idea, and it's a a really good mystery of what's going on. Has me yeah, intrigued. Is. And the art always looks stellar. Ryan Stegman's art's so good. That's that. Yeah, I is. know Ryan Otley's your car man. Car crash scenes were, but, yeah. were, were Ryan incredible. Stegman's my man. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what what would, what would you give this? Yeah, I'm gonna go what your original score said uh, was. So I'm gonna go flat eight. Like I just love the art in it, and the mystery yeah. keeps building. Uh, so I want to know what the heck Maker wants to do with uh venom and what what his plans are because you know i don't know he kind of plays both sides of the fence too he kind of does good things but always for nefarious purposes yeah, yeah. um you know i'm just interested in this this mystery bro i'm bummed this war realm stuff is going to sidetrack it a little yeah. I, I just it's such a random book to throw into that oh, i get that, actually i'm glad you said that because i was going to say that as well i'm like really venom's the one yeah. that you're going to yeah, do I and know, it, i know he's had minor thor callbacks and things but I like know. we don't need it like but that's even enough yeah. is what it was even that i mean are we going to have like a, a thory with uh yeah who knows thory and the symbiote yeah. dog you know yelling and screaming yeah. the, the thing though issue. is one issue with that it did look <laughs> like from that yeah it did look like from that tweet though is that they did need some time to work on something something is delayed a little something so this seemed because like hey we needed the time to do this next big thing yeah so and i really i mean is i i think i checked the last time i checked donny cates at marvel 
is actually on 732 books right yeah, now. And so, I mean, he is on everything. So yeah. I, I can deal with that. And, and again, y- you might end up with a deal with maybe it would have been delayed two months. And I'd rather have something than nothing. And I like, I, I know that sometimes people get a little down on Cullen Bunn. I actually like Cullen Bunn a lot. So yeah, I, no, I yeah. don't have any problems. He has the, uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of those side books that I caught up on that I, I actually really enjoy. And I, I think that you would enjoy it as well. It's actually the Thor book that doesn't get so much Thor speak, so yeah. I can actually deal with it. But uh, we're going to go to our last book, and here we go. Here we go. We're not, <laughs> we're not going to get. Everybody. We're not going to get too. Uh, I I like the idea that we were very positive tonight, so I don't want to get too involved in bad mouthing things. But I I didn't like this, it and, and it's, it seems to be the end of something that we didn't like from the get-go. What is it, Brendan? You you get the honors here. Whew. Uh, this was <laughs> Uncanny X-Men number 10, Matthew Rosenberg, Kelly Thompson, and Ed Brisson as writers, Pepe Perez as art, color artist Rochelle Rosenberg, and VCs Jill Carmanga on letters. X-Man Nate Gray is dying. In his last days, he has used his omnipotent mutant powers to forcibly change the world into an ecological and sociological paradise. Needing followers, X-Men twisted Magneto, Blob, Omega Red, and eventually Storm into powerful avatars of his will, the Horsemen of Salvation. Legion foresaw X-Men's machinations and tried to avert them with the help of the X-Men. However, Legion and the X-Men were quickly overpowered, and X-Men took over Legion's body. Terribly outmatched X-Men, leader Jean Grey sent out a telepathic distress call to all current and former X-Men, to fight for their future, which is where we're currently at here as they all show up, to take on X-Man and his, you know, four horsemen of salvation, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, splash pages of fighting and, and going back and forth, a lot of what we've seen in this series already. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you could call this eight issues of a, of a fight scene, basically, that has, has just been going on forever. Yeah, this, um, this is just, it's, you even <laughs> said, you reviewed it on the site, and you said for the, Pretty much, I mean, unless you're going to go page for page and say, you know, Iceman hits Plot that person. person. Yeah. Then Psylocke does this. I mean, pretty much I'm looking and I'm, I'm at page 15 when to me pretty much the big, the major the first, first thing that happens hits. is when yeah. Storm gets knocked, you know, okay. I was just going to say. Now, yep, that's exactly basically you're say. halfway <laughs> through the book and the, the worst two. We talked about earlier with the idea of, oh my God, the invaders, it's uh, fantastic. Oh, it's over. It's a, I'm real. Really? This is an oversized issue? I'm going to kill somebody. What is going on? Because, yeah, you, you get halfway through, and the biggest thing that happens, the only thing that really in my mind happens up to the first 15 pages, is that Storm. You know, she's no longer a horseman, which Psylocke just happened gets, yeah, at the end that of the just last happened. Issue anyway. I, I didn't even get to kind of settle in with that, but basically they start the issue. Oh no, Storm's gonna kill us all. All right, well, let That's me sneak up. Psylocke's like, let me sneak up behind there and zoom, you're out. And then she's like, how dare you do that, X-Man? And I love it, too, where you have all this going on and you do have a problem with the idea that X-Man is in Legion. You can't be touched, basically. So you have have Legion with the X-Man tattoo. But with that, too, half the time, every time they say it, they have to reiterate the idea. All right, now we have to stop X-Man, who's in Legion. Legion, And I'm like, really? You're you're that... 
you know, you're and not confident enough. The readers no, you're not confident that enough like that you. Yeah, and either issues. exactly, either you haven't set it up, or you think we're all dummies. We we understand. We understand what's going on. And so with this going on, you have them fighting, and all of a sudden they're like, we we're gonna split them in half. We're gonna split. I don't even know how this works. Yeah, I, it happens just because Storm hits them with lightning. Yeah, Storm hits them with lightning, light- and then also while he gets hit with lightning. They end up because now he's kind of out of it a little and you can get all the telepaths yeah. to use their deal, including the cuckoos, the cuckoos who, who make are no not sense. on good terms make with anybody. No sense, especially with Gabby and Latin. Again, we, we pointed out before where you do have a ton of characters and even more now. And you end up not having anything for them to do. Again, my two favorite, Laura and Gabby, are re- regulated to basically, hey, I can't slice these arms off enough of Omega Red. It, it, there you go. That's yep. all they do. She's brought up these slimy arms of Omega Red for the last two issues, which mm-hmm. has been her only contribution only. to both. And now yeah. Gabby's there. I'm going to slice two. Yep. Really, that's what you got. So when they, they, they separate – X-Men and a Legion, but this ends up throwing Jean Grey into the mind of X-Men. So yeah, now we got and, somebody uh, else. It, really? Like everything goes on in this mindscape yeah. and it's just nonsense and, and now and to progress the story to the next part. Yakety yak. You are like yep. the talk of Oh, you know, Nate, why are you doing this? Why the world isn't this bad? Yeah, keep your pop psychology away from me. It's beneath you, Gene. But but listen, you don't have to play God. Play I'm God. Sorry, I, I, I am God. Hear. This is the part that annoys me. So they're they're she's his son, technically, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh or no no no. That's his mother, but in a totally different yes. timeline. So you've never had the opportunity yes. to be the, the mother they're, father they're pushing person, that but you're here. apologizing. I'm like, sorry, mother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really. like, I never get this concept. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. So basically they're talking like, listen, you, you can't do this. You can't ruin other lives to do what you think is right. This is not how you should do it. This isn't a leader. This isn't that. And then like, be gone. And then like putting her hand. And that is what gets – uh, you know, all of a sudden, Magneto not only is just like his whole look changed, like all yeah, of this stuff. Now changes. he's not Apocalypse Magneto of the future. Same with non- Omega Red and Blah. And Omega Red and Blah, yeah. And so they turn, and now, of course, you're going to. Magneto is, is furious. And Magneto, if yeah, anything you're in get this. His three cliche And I'm telling you, here, if though. anything in this, though, at least I can sit there and go, well, yeah, Magneto would act like that. Like, how dare you? <laughs> but the problem is. We saw the exact same thing five pages before with Storm. Storm did the same exact thing. She she got knocked out. How dare you try to control me? Now you're going to get this. Magneto does the same exact thing. So they're all <laughs> fighting. Y- you have, you know, Nate going crazy of the mind, screaming and yelling, and basically he's yeah. just like – Well, now he, he almost – after the mind touch that Jean Grey gave him, he he's almost sorry. Oh, I'm dying. He is almost I'm, sorry. I'm, this is all because yes. I'm dying. And then with that, though – the X-Men outside of this, or outside of Nate, are they, – they don't know what to do because basically he's at his weakest. You, you go back to that whole concept that they had in the Age of Apocalypse version inside of Legion where they're like, we can dis- – and it, it's pretty much the same. The, yeah. the idea of when they were in the Age of Apocalypse – we can kill him here where he's the weakest, but we'll never get home. Now it's we can kill him that he's the weakest, but Jean's inside him and she may never, we may be killing Jean. So they're like, well, you know what? Jean's still there, but 
we're going to have to do this. We're going to have to take care of them anyway, just the way it goes. They try to do that. X-Men says to Gene, listen, you don't understand. You know, Gene says, let this go. Don't do this. Don't be this person. Don't try. And he's like, you don't understand. I see so clearly what I have to do. I can't save the world. Not when you people will always stand in my way, meaning all the X-Men. I can't make this into a world where the X-Men belong. Goodbye, X-Men. And then you have Gene's like, don't, don't. Ba-boom. He goes solar flare nuclear, wakes up in like a desert deal by himself. And we have X-Men no more is what we have. Yeah. And, then the, the water takes him away in this life seat or whatever he yep. was given that made him super powerful is left behind. I don't yep. know what any yeah. of that means. And, and all of this is just now the world is without the X-Men. No more X-Men. And, and no more X-Men. And I love this this newspaper where you have this. Now, I, I understand the world was having their problems with the X-Men. Down with you stinking muties. We hate you. No more X-Men. United Nations officially calls off search for the radical mutant activist known as the X-Men and declares them dead. World celebrates. I, I, that's the story. <laughs> Bunch of scumbags. This is why print is dead. That, that is hardly like world celebrates. I'm like, okay. Now, the thing that makes me laugh so much here is there you see a guy there and he's reading this paper. He's outside of where it even looks like they might be getting the mutant vaccination. The mutant, yeah, if you're yeah, a the anti-mutant mutant vaccine. Left, you're, so you're they're getting vaccinated They even now. say that the anti-mutant vaccine is in immediate circulation. Everybody's getting it. You end up having, you know, the, somebody there reading the paper crumbled up. It's Cyclops. It, you know, it, it's, it's Cyclops. And the thing that makes me laugh is it's almost as if Nate, uh, X-Man, he pulled a space jam. You end up getting rid of everybody, but you didn't take into account that Cyclops was retired playing baseball. He's the Michael Jordan yeah. now. And he ends up like, oh, I didn't think of that. So now it's we're going to end up. Jam. Yeah, it's Space Jam. Yeah, we're going to end up with the Space Jam. Up a point, it's Space Jam. Yeah, it is. It's Space Jam. <laughs> we're going to end up with the Space Jam coming up. And what we're going to do then, and that's the end. You end up having Space Jam ending, uh, or at least the beginning yep. of And it's going to continue yeah, then. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's going to continue then in Uncanny X-Men annual next week that it says this story can be told about the return of cyclops you have ed brisson and carlos gomez are gonna have that so that's next week we'll be talking about that on the podcast on kenny x-men annual number one then in two weeks they're going to talk about where the x-men went where the x fam disappeared to and that is going to be an age of x-man alpha one shot so we have that so the next two weeks and i will tell you i didn't like this whole 10 issues i thought that it, it really as as a guy who is coming onto this as I want to get into the X books, this really turned me off a lot. Well, uh, though it killed the momentum of extinction. Extermina- too. Yeah, extinction. Yeah, extermination. Yeah, extermination. Whatever it's I, called. <laughs> I think it's extinct. I I love that. So that had me fired up. This did not have me fired up. But I am gonna wipe the slate clean. Yep. I'm I'm looking forward to the Uncanny X-Men annual. I want to see what's going on with Cyclops. I want to yeah, see Cyclops, Space Jam. I'm interested in that. I'm ready for Space Jam. I, yep. I don't need yep. Muggsy Bogues. He's gone, <laughs> but we still have Michael George. So crazy they picked yeah. Muggsy Bogues. Mug- back no, in no, that day. yeah. There, there's a bunch of you know Sean. Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley's the worst. <laughs> like really, you pick Sean no Bradley. Michael Jordan won. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, you, you, you have Charles. That's that's okay. 
Sean Bradley, yeah, please. Sean, I love Tua at the I end know. when they get their powers. Even yeah, when I, like, I was a kid, when they picked Sean Bradley, I yeah, was like, like, really? really? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah you, you think that they said that in the Space Jam. Imagine in Philadelphia when they picked him in the draft for real. When they went, really? <laughs> you got that guy? I, I love at the end when they have it where, where Michael comes in. He's like, hey, everybody, touch the ball. And like, what? Yeah. And I love when Muggsy touches and he starts dri- all those dribbles. I'm like, oh, man, I like Muggsy. And then they all go to dunk Sean Bradley with the, the lame tall man just dunk. Like, he just, yeah. man, oh, Barely man. jumps. Oh, t- oh, God. But, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to these. I, I, I'm actually looking forward I'm, to I'm, the I'm X-Men Alpha. This, what it's leading to than what we had to go through. Yeah, you know and then it I'm says, saying? and then here's the deal. And then it says, next month, don't forget to come back for Uncanny X-Men number 11. As the series shifts to twice monthly for the debut. And that's really, it's weird that they're going with that. It's almost like they're, they're stuck on stats like I am. They don't want to start off at a number one and kind of confuse people. So, but it is starting up as the new deal where it's yeah. just going to be Matthew Rosenberg and Salvador La Roca. Yeah, doing they're pulling it. out all the tricks to cr- try to increase orders on this yeah. and everything. Yeah, and so, uh, uh, I'm I, don't, I don't know if like some it, of this is ru- ruin the luster. Going and forward. It, it seems, but when we, uh, and Matthew Rosenberg, we're, we're not his biggest fans, but I'm interested no. to see this book by one writer. I, I just yeah, want one that's writer. That's what I'm more interested in. And then in also, well. now, then we can throw shade at one person and, if we don't and like just it a or praise them. team as well, yeah. like not 400 characters yeah. just so fight for Hopefully, page. as this goes, we're, we're gonna, you know, have some fun then. And this will be a book, The Uncanny X-Men, starting with 11 after these, you know, the annual and this one shot that we'll be excited for again. And, and hopefully that'll be the case. Maybe Matthew Rosenberg Maybe can this hunker book down. Takes two arcs. Yeah, to get yeah. Under, and again, you know, yeah, and I, I'm telling you, it was a, it was a weekly, very weekly, but uh, maybe yeah. we can consider this one arc since it was one story. It did come out yeah. in ten I weeks. Would, so. I would definitely do that. Yeah, yeah so hopefully it. that starts off. But uh, I, I know, consider Batman and Robin Eternal one arc. Yeah, I and do that was too. like, what, oh, 25 man, issues? Pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah, Batman Eternal was even longer, but uh, I think that was 52 and then 26 yeah. for uh, Batman and Robin Eternal. Uh, but I am going to go a little higher than you, and that's funny. I'm going to expose your score here a little because I'm going higher at a four. Uh, what did you give it on the site? I think Remember, I gave Space it on the Jam. site, and I'm going to match Space it here. Space Jam. Three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, three, three, five. just the beginning Space of this book took forever for yeah. anything to happen. And, yeah, I, I hate but, that know, we Space end. Space Jam at the end, you talked me into liking it a yeah. little more than I did. But, yeah, yeah Cyclops has me pump going yeah, forward. We, but we had, it's not much to talk we about We had up such until a, a positive podcast, and then we had to throw that out. Yeah. This was and, – and when I said and alluded to it at the beginning, when I said maybe we'll only do four books – Uncanny was the one that was going to wait until You're gonna the skip weekend. That one? Oh yeah, because I was like, boy, you know what? I what love all of these issues. We would have the most positive podcast Except I've ever been involved with. Online oh. all day about being negative jerks too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't need that. Come on. I, I I even said at one point where we were fighting with a creator on uh, over at DC, and I said, you know, uh, this is why people like reviewing Marvel. Marvel just, you know, they, they, they ignore you. you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't even say you exist. So, I, I like that better than getting shade thrown at me. But yeah, throwing shade take that. Yeah. Positive. Me and you, the positive duo. Oh, my. But yeah, uh, my book of the week is obviously a tie between Fantastic Four and Invaders. 
But again, I really liked Amazing Spider-Man and Venom as well. Uh, the the way yeah, things yeah, have been was, going. Middle the, three books for me were really good. Venom easily could have been another week's book of the week. Nah, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, it, it's kind of a little, you know, it's not great, great. It is what but it I still is liked at this it. point. It is yeah, really, I'm still, you know, I'm still positive about it. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, you know, Uncanny wasn't making that. But that's it. That's And that's your... your uh, yeah, Invaders. I'm going invaders. Invaders. So definitely. good. Oh, my. Yeah. Chip Zdarsky, your man. I know. Surprise. I, I was just talking trash two weeks ago on him. Yep. And two weeks later, he's... I'm telling you, at one point, uh, Matthew Rosenberg was mentioning him all the times in Moldo, man. I, I was ready to, you know, jump out a window. Swear and now, hey, I'll mention him. I don't mind. I'll mention him now. <laughs> I, re- I really like that. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend as well. If you do want to mail us about anything that you heard, if you, you think that maybe we're on something that we're so positive. I'm just – I'm on a rainbow riding a unicorn is what I'm doing on this positivity. Yeah, but if you want to mail us, it is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Mail us. We read all the mail. We love the mail, even the negative ones. I, I don't mind. I'm Take used them. to that. Haven't so, had yeah. one yet, but we're No, open. no. So if you don't like what you hear, you can obviously uh, you know, email us, and we will read it. And a lot of times I say that, and people will test that. And you can test it. We'll read it. If you, you think Brandon has a jerk off voice, then tell me. There you go. Oh, I always yeah. say that. You know, I, 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 I always throw that out. The, they, yeah. they told me, and nothing yeah, I really. don't hear you haven't, it hasn't been said to me. I have already, five you know? kids and a wife. That, <laughs> yeah. the, the six of them <laughs> barely like me. So I get a lot. I Email get a lot abuse fun. would be, I have would a, be mild. I have a new dog that ate my shoes that I got for Christmas. My only Didn't Christmas gift. on your gift. bed, too? Oh, yeah. Now that the thing, the thing, she, uh, she, my wife got me great shoes for, uh, for Christmas and the dog ate them to the point where they don't even look like shoes. These things are just destroyed. Then I have a second, and why they got me the greats for Christmas is because my feet stink. So they ended up getting those because my other shoes stunk so much. So she ate the greats shoes. Which made me go back to the other the ones, shoes, yeah. which she ate as well. So I ended lot. up get, getting ready. I only have two pairs of shoes. I have to go to work. I worked all day with a pair of shoes that on the left shoe doesn't have a front. I basically <laughs> pretty much Did had my – No. I, I just went there, and it, it's not fully off, but it's off enough that my, my toes were – Exposed on the top. I just went with it. I didn't even think that. I just sat there. I'm like, yeah, and I'm wearing shorts as well. I'm just going. And I said to Eric, like, look at these. And he's like, you, you look like a bum. You look like a homeless (laughs) man. And I said, I feel like one. So yeah, I still, and, and again, I come home, get in fights on Twitter. Read these. I still I didn't go out and buy shoes, so I'm screwed again tomorrow. I might call in sick tomorrow. Another, I, I might another actually... day of neglect towards yes, yourself. <laughs> yes, I, I may actually call in sick tomorrow, though I have a bunch of things to do at work. But I, I kind of want to just stay at home, read some comics, and review some stuff. If your tire on a curb, that gets you out of work. Then too. I might there do that. Go. The one time I ended up on a, a head-on collision about a year and a half ago, guy went yeah, into my lane that. and hit me, and I called, and I'm like, I, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I had a concussion. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna be. And they're like, what? No, no. You could probably come in a couple hours late, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? I just got hit head on. My car's destroyed. They're forcing me to the hospital. My car's destroyed. They did. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. I loved it too. I was so dazed. And I get out and the police come and they're like, you had your seatbelt on, right? I'm like, no, no, I I didn't. And they're like, no, no, you had your seatbelt on, right? Oh, I get you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had my seatbelt. And the guy's like, you don't sound or look so good. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel so good. Welcome uh, right to my to the, life, Right buddy. to the hospital. And I'm like, there he is. And they're like, no, he didn't have a concussion. He's just dumb. I'm like, yep, that's me. But yeah, that's it. That is it for the podcast. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Like I said, get us some emails. We love uh, talking about them on the Weekend Edition. And we will be back on Sunday night, which is a couple days to talk some more books. See you later.